Hi, I'm Dawn Kendall. And I'm Alex Howarth. And this is the Yoga Life Podcast. Welcome back to episode eight of the Yoga Life Podcast. Good morning, Alex. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Dawn? Yeah, I'm good too. Good too. We've had a some the weather's been very changeable but it's looking to be a bit drier lift our spirits a bit you're so british i know definitely straight straight to the weather <laughs> it's um, so significant when we can't go indoors you mean outdoors we can't go indoors in other people's houses that's what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> yeah sorry when our social life is outside <laughs> got you yes yeah uh, well Dawn and I met yesterday and we had, we were out walking for what, two and a half hours? Yeah. With a couple of friends that was completely legal. (laughs) (laughs) To actually be able to meet in a group was wonderful, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, the weather was rubbish, but I think it was so wonderful to see everyone, to be able to do that again now that just all woes were washed away (laughs) about the weather. It was good, really good. Yeah, there was a highlight, highlight of my walk. Oh, which bit? The tree. Oh, man. <laughs> so, to be fair, Dawny, this is a great example of contentment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> At a stretch. So, two and a half hour walk, like I said. Before we went on the walk, I downed a load of water because I was really thirsty, because I'd not hydrated well enough before I went for the walk. And so, obviously, within about... 45 minutes, I needed to wee badly. And we then stopped for coffee uh, at this little coffee truck thing out in the middle of the countryside, which is a very cool addition. And by this point, I am bursting. We continue on our walk, coffee in hand. And uh, I see a tree. And this tree looks opportunistic for one that needs the, needs the toilet. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was an amazing tree was an amazing tree with huge hollowed out bit perfect perfect portaloo if you ask me and I was very content with my (laughs) (laughs) choice of wild wee location oh I loved it it had a window it did have a window (laughs) I mean uh our friend took a photo the pervert it was great (laughs) like what an opportunity for a wild wee um but yeah very content I could have used that (laughs) as my contentment for the last, since the last episode, uh, practicing our Santosha. (laughs) (laughs) It was a highlight. It was a highlight. So um, is that your example of Santosha? How you've, you think it's been relevant to you? It's going to have to be. Yeah. Uh, What else could be? Yeah, I think that's going to be it for today. If I think of anything else, I will definitely tell you. What about, what's your example of Santosha? Um, I suppose it's not quite the same sort of example, but uh, starting to do the look in the mirror and tell me I look pretty and lovely. I love myself. There we go. I mean, you can say all the other things as well. I was like, wait, is that the practice we talked about? Yeah. Um, Tell myself I love myself in the mirror. So um, what do you say? I haven't said it out loud yet. Why not? I just, just, you just feel weird, don't you? But it's just you in the mirror. I oh, know. I'll get that. Actually, wait a minute. It's just you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will. I will try and say it today. I've looked in the mirror and thought it as I've looked, but I've not said it. <laughs> and do you think I love you? 
Yeah. It's not I love myself. No, it's I love you. Good, 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 good. Just checking. Um, yeah, cool. I'll get there. I'll get there. How do you feel when Keep you think updated. it? Fine. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm, just, I'm just asking. Yeah, I just wondered. Fine. I'm curious about your experience. <laughs> I know the first time I did it, it just felt ridiculous. Exactly. It always... That's why it's not come out of my mouth yet. <laughs> but where's the harm in feeling ridiculous? Yeah, true. Listening back to our first podcast... I felt ridiculous but it, yeah it's it's fine got used to it now yeah oh, I can listen yeah. to it and it's fine it comes on in my car sometimes because my car automatically connects to my phone and um suddenly it'll be like welcome to the yoga life podcast and I'm like ah it's it's dawn <laughs> or it'll come in halfway through or whatever and it yeah. is it's bizarre but also do you not find that your voice doesn't sound how you think your voice sounds so it also uh, could be someone else yeah definitely it does yeah and it's like I've got two different a couple of different voices and um because like the intro bit is obviously me but then I sound very different when I talk normally through the whole podcast yeah that was obviously scripted and I don't know if you listeners can tell this is not scripted (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if it's obvious Hmm. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. um anyway this week we're moving on to the next niyama yeah I was gonna say yeah the next niyama the third one uh tapas and we're not talking about those lovely little small dishes of food you get in uh, spain which are delightful i love a tapas me too Um, (laughs) no we are talking about something completely different what are we talking about alex discipline discipline not self-study no discipline i jumped ahead to the next one (laughs) yes yeah um and so what we how do we interpret discipline oh uh so discipline I feel like this one's like well everyone knows what discipline is uh discipline in a yogic capacity in the way that it is presented in the uh niyamas I nearly said yamas uh (laughs) in the niyamas is that it's you're you're going to require and need to work on your discipline to be able to reach enlightenment without discipline you're not going to be able to do any of the others mm-hmm. really I don't know why this isn't first true yeah. but then you need a, a grounding and all the others to be mm. able to practice discipline so I don't know uh but yeah so discipline is Mm, I want to say the making, but I don't feel like that's the right word. But essentially, it's getting to grips with doing what you need to do to reach whatever end goal you happen to have, uh, whether that just be a happy, healthy life, whether that be uh, to reach enlightenment, make a load of money, uh, go on holiday, get married, whatever your end, have children, whatever your end goal is, you require discipline to get there um and without discipline you end up just living a little bit of a wayward life Mm -hmm. you know you're not you're never going to stick to anything or it's very unlikely that you'll stick to anything you work off whims and whatever you fancy day to day uh and the 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 likelihood that you'll succeed in anything becomes very slim yeah so yeah so we're talking about discipline in terms of just having discipline with ourselves rather than 
our teachers disciplining our children telling us off yes yeah, yeah sorry we're not yeah, yeah. so we're not talking about being told off yeah self-discipline yeah yeah, um, very much so. Yeah, so I guess without it, yeah, you just sort of drift and float about. But I suppose mm. people do have elements, like periods in their life where they might not have discipline. I mean, uh, yeah, I feel like... And that's not such a bad thing occasionally to... No, I feel like choose. there's those teenage years which naturally occur, which is a huge de- uh, developmental stage within. I mean, if you read about the chakras, it's a huge developmental stage there, um, but also in uh, like child psychology and things and children child development. The teenage years where you start to venture out of the nest, mm-hmm. you start to you're not so much under the wing of your parents, um, and you suddenly have your own sense of self. Um, and sense of freedom and so the discipline that you're used to as a child suddenly starts to lessen Uh, and apparently that that it's you can really start to ground or create the person that you become within those years Uh, so I would say that that's a main part of your life where you've got less discipline I don't know about you but when I traveled there was definitely less discipline there Mm. the only thing you had to really be disciplined about was uh money <laughs> yes just so you yeah. didn't run out halfway through your trip <laughs> and I suppose safety yeah but yeah yeah I, yeah and that's a chosen that's an, that's an example of where we've chosen to have a period of our life without the discipline so you've kind of taken that time off any pressure off just to Rules. be a bit more of a free spirit but yeah like you say those teen years I suppose that's when we are learning ourselves Mm. how to create our own self-discipline and yeah it it really is I mean we still need and want that parental guidance but we also want to figure out who we are and we might change personalities from day to day to week to week to month to month you know one one day you're all confident and sassy and wanting to take over the world the next day you're curled up in bed in a ball and not wanting to go anywhere and feeling very much I want my mummy so I think (laughs) (laughs) I think that is a time to explore and that slight dip in the amount of discipline that we have enables that yeah whereas if imagine being like having really strict rules all the way through all the way through your teenage years not being able to go and explore to go and figure out who you are and then suddenly you've left home and you have no fucking clue (laughs) yes it's it's getting that balance isn't it um and I suppose that's with the whole not being so set on the end goal like we've talked about in other things like that attachment but you know, be able to go with the flow a little bit. So we've got, you know, yeah, have some sort of idea and work towards what you want, but be open to new influences and emotions yeah. and yeah, 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 absolutely. Have a bit uh, of fun. Yeah, it'd make you very boring, I suppose, if you just yeah study, study, study because you wanted to be something so serious and you work towards that and you didn't cultivate the other areas of your life yeah true but I mean if you're a kid that knows from childhood that you want to be a doctor and you go through school and you go through Mm. all the motions your life is going to have a lot more discipline in it and you've chosen to put that discipline in it whereas as someone a teenager who may have been 
given the ability to go off, explore, to grow up in a more fluid and free kind of way without the restrictions of having to study, uh, would have developed in other ways, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any right or wrong. No, but it's certainly different. Pros and cons each way. Yeah. Yeah. I, they, I didn't expect to go down this route. <laughs> Teenage no. development. What? No. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't know I've, other times I, I don't know about you Dawn but I do love the fact that we can self-discipline within our work schedules within what we do mm-hmm. for our businesses and everything I think I would really really struggle to go back to that having someone else manage me and tell me what I have to do I would rather create that discipline for myself yeah uh, yeah I know what you mean like uh, yeah I would hate to have mine's more like I suppose it's the, yeah the freedoms that come with it I would not like that taken away but I think I've taken a lot longer to develop my own self-discipline than perhaps you have with regards mm-hmm. to to work you know um you certainly work harder than me and I think I'm, but, uh, but that's all perception, isn't it? it is you perception. don't know. No, but I think I'm, I'm getting there. And it's, I think this third lockdown has really been a turning point in that, um, having a bit more focus and drive mm. and yeah, not just drifting. My husband yeah. very often says I lack discipline. <laughs> Rude. I mean, so what if we talk I don't about set this? an alarm and I just get up whenever I want and but then we have a friend who works in an office who doesn't set an alarm and she naturally wakes up at the right time and then just cruises to her desk. I mean, it doesn't mean that she's any more, you're more or less disciplined. Mm. It just means that you can wake up when your body needs to wake up. Yeah. But then are you disciplined in what time you go to bed? No, definitely oh, okay. not. <laughs> you're Last just playing night with fire now. It's an example. I was so tired. I was drifting off on the sofa at like 10. Did not actually go to bed till nearly midnight. How did... What? I know I just I walked past my laptop in the dining room and thought oh, I'm just gonna go and do this and then yeah two hours later then did awake. you sleep when you were uh, when you got into bed yeah yeah yeah, yeah I was getting to bed had a little read of my book but only like a page and then fell asleep nice um but yeah I, I guess like it... sorry I feel like discipline for me has been something that I have to consistently work on I don't mm. think it comes easy okay at all and I find it incredibly easy to do the things I enjoy and I would almost argue that that doesn't feel like discipline and I'm sure everyone listening to this is like duh <laughs> <laughs> however there are also some things I know I enjoy but it still takes all of the effort to actually make it happen and then once I've done it I'm like what was the battle about what was the what was I procrastinating for what was I holding back for why was I trying to talk myself out of doing that like mm-hmm. I loved it I enjoyed it as always um and it, it is just bizarre even as simple as getting on my yoga mat sometimes it's yeah. a battle like oh but maybe I should just do this work instead no you need to get on your bloody yoga mat that's what you need to do that work can wait get on your yoga mat and it's just a battle yeah. Oh, well, maybe I should walk the dogs. Maybe, oh, I'll quickly put the laundry on and everything else comes up first. And then actually, well, if I just had that discipline to set a time and get on my yoga mat every day, five days a week, three days a week, wherever it happens to be at that time, 
then boom, it'd be easier. But even though I love it every single time I get on, why? Why is it a battle? Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's like you have this perhaps a little goal in your head, but yeah, it takes the discipline to go through with it. I've enjoyed from my training, like doing the personal practice like plan. So we had to do a four week plan of a daily session and it could be as short as 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All mine were 20 minutes. And I, I set it at that and I didn't like, I kept it separate to all other things and I did 20 minutes a day and worked on so what you know week one would be 10 minutes of asana 10 minutes of breathing and then week two I'd add in like a different breathing technique and perhaps like a um a banda or a mudra to add into that and sort of developed through the time and then as I started to do it on I decided to do each week the asanas I did were all on the same area of my body so one week would be shoulders and one week would be hips um just to see what the consistency could bring about and I suppose this is where the self-discipline then pays off doesn't it because if we are disciplined with ourselves then we can create that consistency and actually see the results and did you yeah, yeah, I liked it. It's then forget. It's then forgotten because it's then finished, and I. That's it. It's like now, right? I, I, I see. For me, I need to just make the plan, and write it down, and that's what makes you do it, rather than mm. just thinking about it. Mm. So, Dawn's new homework for the podcast yeah. is to write herself a new yoga plan. Yes. Oh, I didn't. It, I, yeah. What were you going to say? No. It's yeah. It's it's if people lack that motivation or drive I suppose that you know I suppose you've got an end goal and then it's just breaking it down and what little thing can you do each day and then developing the discipline to do that each day mm. I always think that um it comes down to a goal setting this really uh that if you're trying to make yourself do things that your heart isn't in mm. it's always an uphill battle yeah whereas if your heart's really in it the discipline will come really really easy yeah but there are sometimes things that we have to make ourselves do for even if we don't enjoy it don't want to do it um I don't know uh what's what might not uh saying no to going out or going on holiday or something because you're saving for something big yeah that's really painful in the moment yeah but creating that discipline to be able to say no to short-term pleasures for long-term gain oh yeah it's it that's where that's where the discipline grows and also it is much like um it's like a muscle the more you do it the easier it becomes yeah so if you're disciplined in one area of your life the odds are that it will like transfer over into other areas too so if you're really on it with your fitness the odds are you'll become more on it with your clean eating which means you're then more on it with your um hydration and then because you're feeling really good and you've you're uh, your body feels it needs it, you'll sleep better. And so you'll become better at going to bed at a good time or getting up at the right time and not snoozing your alarm, which means you're then just, you're more switched on and you feel ready to say, no, I'm not going out for dinner because I'm saving for X and whatever it might happen to be. And you've got, you've just got that general control and mm, ownership, I guess, over your entire life 
rather than just like, well, I can't even make myself go to the gym. How the hell am I supposed to save money for that? Whatever it might be, a house, a wedding, whatever. Sending your kid to university. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and so it's just once you start developing discipline in one area, that will transfer through. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, that short-term fix. Uh, expense for long-term goal I suppose that's something I've I sometimes struggle with and I often I'm often one to say yes then backtrack <laughs> say yes and then oh shit what have I done <laughs> yeah and then go actually no no I really shouldn't afterwards I sort of think about it after I must speak first think later person um, <laughs> but even with how you spend your time as well so I'll have like a day off and be like yeah yeah I'll do this do this with someone when they ask a little bit later I'm like oh actually no I do I do really need to stay home and do housework and washing and as much as that's boring and rubbish it sets you up for the rest of the the week you know mm-hmm. so yeah sometimes you have to turn down the you know the fun things to do the sensible things to make your to life easier thing. yeah yeah the like going to bed on time isn't it I suppose like that's a big discipline thing yeah, if you go to bed at a time that means you're going to be able to get seven and a half, eight hours sleep, you know full well that you're going to feel so much better the next day. Mm-hmm. And there's no harm. What are you going to miss at 11, 12 o'clock at night? Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another yeah. TV program at that time, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are definitely night owls and Dawn, you're a night owl, aren't you? So yeah, more. you picking up your laptop at that kind of time and doing some work, pretty, you know, fair enough. But if you've got the flexibility to do that and know that you can sleep in later and still get eight hours sleep and feel good the next day, then where's the harm? However, if you've then got a a 6 a.m. alarm, you're just, oh, God, no, you need to be going to bed early to make sure you're getting that sleep in so you actually feel good. So future Dawny, thanks you. Yes. (laughs) Yes, so discipline really does play into doing things that our future selves will thank us for. Yeah. Won't it? Yeah. Never any harm about thinking about future Dawn. Yeah. Um, so I read the so the Sanskrit tapas, the tap is translated to be like burn or fiery and could lead us to think it could be uh, like burning away impure thoughts with our passion and enthusiasm. So, you know, and instantly I'm like, how does that work with discipline? But I suppose it's having the discipline to follow our, our passions, passions. Yeah, so um, if we think about that in uh, a yoga term and reaching enlightenment, um, we have to want it. We have to have that passion, that fire, that Mm -hmm. burn in our belly that gets us out of bed to work on this every single day. Um, And so um, in a more normal sense, uh, yes, less yogic sense, you could say, so we'll dawn our passion and desire to become self-employed. We had to go at it, all guns blazing. We had to want it and not just want it a little bit and dip our toe in. We had to just go mm-hmm. um, in whatever way suited us best. Uh, because you can't just kind of, well, I think on a whim, I'm going to go self-employed and then expect it to work. Mm-hmm. If you want to make it work, you're going to have to push for it. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to have to want it. And this is where the discipline comes. So regardless of whatever it is that you want you're going to have to want it and really want it and you're going to you're going to feel that burn that fire for it 
Yeah. And uh, with that, that drive forward. So if your end goal is impure, um, then questionable on that one on the impure thoughts <laughs> however but if your your end goal is is something that you really want that is good and pure then then um it does it what it, it throws away all thoughts of distraction of negativity you know how much better the thing go when the, the positive mindset is there if you're mm-hmm. feeling good and you're being kind to yourself and you've got all the positivity around you you've support uh, you've surrounded yourself with uh, really positive people that support you as well um and you are looking after yourself and all the you're not tempted by the late nights and the crap food and the excessive drinking etc 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 because you want to be in this great mindset and position to be able to thrive in whatever it is that you're doing and so having that forward motion and that drive it does in a way it clears impure thoughts yeah we don't have the space for them you know because you're too busy focusing on the positives and what you're doing and where you want to be and how you're going to get there yeah I mean how quick are we to dismiss people who kind of talk down sort of something that we want to do in our business it's just someone will say oh that's a bit risky and it's like well in my belly I know this is what I want to do so it's very easy just to be like, well, what do they know? And then you go and talk to the people who are more on side yeah. and agree with you because, you know, that's the shit you want to hear right now because yeah. you want to make this succeed and someone's projecting their fear onto your project isn't going to help you do that. No. Um, so I suppose yeah. this, this, us doing this podcast is, is another uh, example of like, of discipline. We are carving out the time in our schedules to do this even though we're not being paid, it's purely a passion. passion project and we just want to do it and enjoy doing it. And it's, I mean, yeah, it also goes into next week's, doesn't it? Self-study. It really, really <laughs> does. <laughs> but yeah, this is yeah an example of discipline. Like we, yeah, we've allocated time that, you know, we could begin doing something different. I would say something fun, but then this is fun to us. So then yeah we could be doing different things we both have other businesses that we could be working on we both have um families we both have hobbies we both have well lives yeah um so we could easily have chosen a million other things to do with Mm -hmm. this time but knowing that this is what we want to do this is where our passion lays it just happens and with ease as well Mm -hmm. i find the time more easily for this than i have many things that i kind of want to do yeah yeah I know what you mean there, I mean there's certain aspects of like my business and work that it takes a lot more discipline than others to do the, god yes the more mundane things that you don't want to do yeah with um with my business I always think oh business coach Alex is coming out here but uh, I always think that if I don't want to do it if it's really not that important it just drops to the bottom of the to-do list and never mm-hmm. happens. And therefore it's just not going to happen. Therefore stop pretending that it might happen. Uh, just do the things that you're most powerful, passionate, sorry about, <laughs> and your business will thrive anyway. Don't do something because you feel like that's what you should be doing. Do it because that's what you want to be doing with your business. At the end of the day, we're at liberty to do whatever we want and take our business wherever we want. 
and it's just it's such a wonderful freedom it's like so why am I tying myself to these things that I don't necessarily have to do mm-hmm. and again it I keep circling back to it Dawn I think I'm gonna have to get rid of my Facebook <laughs> <laughs> I keep circling back to it every time we do this podcast I end up thinking oh I like getting rid of Facebook yeah yeah Yeah. I'm not passionate about it I don't (laughs) like it it just drives me crazy lose it yeah just so we obviously talk about how we are self-employed so it's different but then I suppose there's a different kind of discipline when it comes to work you know I've worked in jobs I don't necessarily like but I've had to have discipline and go in and do them because I'm being paid to do it and I've chosen to yeah. be there, I suppose. Yeah, I always, it is, it's re- taking responsibility for your decisions and your choices there, mm-hmm. isn't it? And your actions and, and then also taking some kind of pride in what you do, uh, yeah. not, um, <clears throat> not stealing from that company that you've mm-hmm. worked for. And I don't mean stealing as in taking money out of the, out of the till, uh, as in you're, you're going in and you're doing the absolute mm-hmm. bare minimum and just wasting time and wasting that company's money because you just haven't got the discipline, the interest or anything else to actually offer that company any value. If you have chosen to do that job, the most yogic path is to do that job to the absolute best of your ability. And you'll probably find you get so much more from it. Yeah. And it's then focusing on the why. So even if you might not particularly like your job, there is a, probably a reason why you're there. So some people it's like, well, there isn't many jobs about this job pays my bills. That's why I'm here. So why, while I have to be here for that reason, then yeah, have the discipline to do it well. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, if you do something well, it's only going to lead to good things. You could potentially be headed for a promotion or headhunted by another firm, company, whatever, or uh, you get a really good recommendation when you do move to another job or you get recognition within that company that then leads you to a pay rise or different projects or things that you're more interested in or different responsibilities. And you just don't know. Whereas if you slack off and do the absolute bare minimum, then you're just going to cruise through life, not feeling good. You're going to resent going into work every day. You're not going to um, enjoy it. You're not going to get any sort of sense of pride in what you do. Um, it's uh, Mossy always, he gets really into his job when it comes to finishing it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the beginning, he's like, it is what it is. So Mossy's a painter decorator. Um it is what it is. And then at the end, he's just like, oh, yeah, it was, you know, got in there and just made it look really good and finished everything up. And, oh, it just looked great. So much better. Such an improvement, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it's just like he, you can see the passion come out yeah. like, when he's just proud of what he's created. Whereas, yeah, he's less bothered at the beginning. It is what it is. And then it's just suddenly this passion. You can just see why he does what he does because, yeah. boom, there it is. Um, and he's proud. Whereas imagine if he just didn't give a crap and just walked out of the room and left. A, there could be a load of mistakes which are going to only come back and bite him in the ass. He's going to have to go back and fix it. Uh, he would just feel like, oh, whatever. He'd feel no no sense of joy in doing what he does. Um, and, and where's the fun in that? What You only have one life. Well, unless you believe in reincarnation. We only have one life. So you know, get as much from it as you can. And if that's creating some kind of discipline in your job role to get something out of it to make your life feel well like you have more fulfillment in life 
then bloody go for it. And I guess with his, say for example, his work. So the start, he maybe doesn't love quite so much, but he's come to learn that having that discipline to get on and still do the bit that he doesn't like to the best of his abilities pays off down the line. And that's, I guess that's what this is. It's like challenging ourselves to just push that little bit more to do the bits that maybe we don't like, but we know are contributing to the end goal. You know, Actually, using him as an analogy there was... Pretty, pretty spot pretty, on. Yeah. 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 He has to do, you know, he has to do all that boring prep work, but he knows Masking that tape. by doing that to the best of his ability, even though he might hate it, he's going to have such a better finish. And yeah, yeah. he'll look yeah. back with and pride the and be grateful he put in those hours and the extra discipline it took. Yeah. Instead of maybe being a bit slack and. Yeah. Sloppy. Not doing the masking tape, not using dust sheets, et cetera, et cetera, and trying to cut corners. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like uh, the fable about the house built on the, the sand and then the house built with a foundation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was yeah. just built on the rocks, built on the sand that washed away in the sea, built on the rocks that blew away. And then there was one where, yes, it took ages to build, but there was a deep foundation and then it could withstand anything. And it's learning that, right, in this phase of my life, in this area of my life right now, am I working on the foundation? Am I working on the finished product? Or am I trying to work on the finished product when there is no foundation? Yeah, and that's not going to work. And that's not going to work. Um, you can always yeah. bring that round. So I know I sort of bring up diet a lot. Obviously, it's something on my mind a lot. But that's another good example where discipline comes in. And you say working on the finished example without doing the building the foundations, like say someone who is carrying some extra fat stores is then in the gym trying to sculpt some abs. That's going <laughs> like straight to the last bit. You know, I, no matter how much I work my ab muscles, I'm not going to have abs unless I build the foundations and do the dieting and the, get that right and have the consistency of my training to lose the fat stores to show their abs. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves ab day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And oh, gosh, discipline with that is tough. Well, really I personally tough. find it tough. I mean, some people love it and strive, you know, strive for it. And yeah, I always think there's that crossover with discipline and complete control. Right. Uh, there, I, there are people who and I'm not talking diet and exercise. However, yeah. that is actually a thing. That's a whole nother topic that I don't even think we should venture yeah. near. Not today. Um, but people who love control, mm -hmm. they don't like the unknown. They don't like being out of control. It freaks them out. When, so what could be perceived as discipline is actually a need to control everything. Yeah, so they're not doing it necessarily to reach a goal. They're, it's... they're doing it because they have to, because to relinquish yeah. any kind of control yeah. makes them feel bad, worse, mm -hmm. agitated, stressed, lost, whatever it might be. I know that I know a couple of people who really, really struggled at the beginning of lockdown due to the fact they their norms had changed. They yeah. hadn't, they, they had a, a life, a, a work life, a routine that worked to a T that they felt comfortable in, they can, could control. And then suddenly everything changed. 
yeah everything changed suddenly the kids were at home the their work was online they had to change everything that they did their normal weekly routines they couldn't go to the gym they couldn't just go see friends they couldn't uh, pop to the supermarket they you know everything changed and they struggled so yeah. much to the point where they were lashing out in very odd ways full-on breakdowns tantrums mm-hmm. needing to just hide and try and figure shit out whereas if we try and always for people who do you might be listening to this and be, feel like shit that's me so I apologize if you are one of those people and I've either triggered or, you know, insulted. No, hopefully I haven't insulted. Okay. De- that's definitely never, no. ever, ever the, the intention is highlighting. Yeah. It's highlighting and becoming aware of it, but by becoming aware of something, we can look to work on it. Mm-hmm. Knowing and accepting the fact that we can't control, well, pretty much anything, it, it makes life a lot easier and calmer and we reduce instantly reduce pain in our lives by accepting and relinquishing control yeah um there was a lot of that kind of like um that kind of motivational quote come out in lockdown when it first started a year ago wasn't it like you know you can't you you just focus on just bash my microphone sorry focus on what you can control not not the other things Yeah, it's the serenity prayer, isn't it? God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. Yes. Um, And there's, I mean, there's a billion quotes that are very, very similar, but it is accepting the fact that actually most things in your life you can't control. The only thing you can control, I would say, is yourself. Mm -hmm. But even with that, it's controlling your own thoughts is a whole nother dimension a whole nother form of discipline which is what yeah what our yoga helps towards because with our mindfulness we can then start to not control our thoughts but realize what we're thinking and change our thoughts change our thought Mm -hmm. patterns so it's yeah to anyone who feels like they they have a control thing they need to control situations they need to control people good luck they need Mm -hmm. to control um their work and everyone in it the the, the, the best thing you can do is start to let go, sit in that uncomfortable feeling and yeah. and realise that I would imagine that a lot of people who have had this have, have already been working on it with through lockdown without mm-hmm. even realising. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, I always think there is a fine line between discipline and control. And I think we have to be really, really honest with ourselves to decide which it is. Oh, I'm really disciplined. Are you really disciplined? How, whereas if that was to change, if you changed your routine, how would that actually affect you? Yeah. So the discipline side is, is us being disciplined, but still being able to go with the flow and, and dodge or bend with things that get thrown us in the way. Yeah, I guess so. And it's, it, it, I would say that discipline is a choice that Mm. makes you feel good at the end. Whereas control, if it wasn't there, you feel bad. I yeah. feel like there's a better and more succinct way of saying it. But I haven't got there yet. <laughs> this last year, for quite a lot of people, it has probably been a good practice of discipline when you think, I, I'd probably say the young, maybe people that don't have children and stuff like that, it's probably more. Um, Do you think? Been a thing. Well, the, people with children sort of almost have to have got up and carried on. Whereas those oh, yeah, without fair. children say... I know if I was still working in an office and working from home, 
I would have been one of these probably that would have rolled out of bed five minutes before or even had my laptop next to my bed, turned it on and just like started there, you know, and then took it down with me though while I got my morning coffee. I just had no, no discipline with myself to get up, get dressed as if I was going to work um, or, or making yourself go out at lunchtime for some fresh air and a walk because mm. you know and that's taken discipline and I know people that have worked from home have sort of ebbed and flowed with this and having that discipline but when they have consistently done it they really feel so much better for it and I think that's been Absolutely. a big big challenge just because everything's changed we've had to have a lot more self-discipline because we haven't had outside factors making mm. us do things like people haven't haven't had to get on a bus and get to work for nine o'clock you know you haven't yeah. obviously some people still have like you know and total yeah. respect to those that have to do that but those of us that's it's changed yeah the other those way. of you who are now working from home or being yeah. furloughed like I would I do wonder if I hadn't been working through this how I'd have used my time yeah um yeah I'm really curious as to what uh, unemployed furloughed Alex would have been like <laughs> I don't I don't know I feel like I would have started a project I feel like, yeah, I feel like I would have started a project. But now being self-employed, I can't even imagine having that amount of time and not doing something and creating something. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't I know what. I definitely had periods of the year where I didn't do anything. Mm. Especially last year, this time last year when it was uh, nice and hot and sunny. Mm. And it felt like holidays and... I suppose I then just took that as a, it was a bonus. Let's just yeah. sit in the garden every day, read a book, pretend I'm on holiday, make yeah. the most of the situation. <laughs> but well, yeah, right at the early days, we only thought it was going to be three weeks. Exactly. But then I think as time went on, and especially this lockdown, when, when straight away there was a little bit more of a clear cut, like it will be reviewed at this point. So like, right, mm. okay, I knew at three months something would change. I've had a bit more drive and discipline to do x amount of stuff each week yeah to to prepare myself yeah although I have left stuff to the last minute I've left not as much to the last minute as perhaps a less disciplined Dawny would (laughs) (laughs) true that (laughs) so if someone is struggling to create discipline in their lives how do we how would they create it um oh so we've always all got stuff we should do feel like we should do um I always think figuring out why we've got to do it is always a good thing starting like get to the root of it why are you doing it are you doing it because you feel you have to are you doing it because you want to are you doing it because someone else has told you to uh and figuring out why you've got to do that thing uh so let's oh can you think of a good example something as simple as laundry Mm -hmm. it's really easy to procrastinate with that until everyone's run out of pants (laughs) (laughs) um and how do how do you even begin could you hear Elvis snoring then yeah I did hear something (laughs) It it was so loud um so you would perhaps look at the why I always think of starting with the why if you're procrastinating something either look at the why you are doing it or why you're procrastinating it both is always handy um 
I might as well stick with laundry. Why am I doing it? Well, there is a very a big feeling of having to do laundry. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah. Just I feel like they should prep kids in schools about this now. So as an adult, children, your life will be a constant stream of putting laundry in the washing machine, hanging it out, and then not putting it away. That is your life <laughs> as an adult. So I just feel like if someone had told me in school, the shock would have been less and I'd have been over it by now. You know? A great like example of discipline here. Mm. When you say about not putting it away. So sometimes I'll have done absolute stacks of laundry and it will pile up and won't get put away. And mm. it's just annoying. And then other times I have the discipline and I'll Don't do it and literally put the clothes straight away, literally fold them off the area straight into the drawers. And oh my God, it feels so much better. This is exactly what my next point. Oh, really? So figure out your why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's fine. So figure out your why. Why have you got to do it? Laundry, you've got to do it because unfortunately it's one of those things you get to do. Uh, and reframing it that way also really helps rather than I have to do this, I get to do this. Remember that there are many, many people all over the planet that have to wash their clothes in a river. Yes. So, Or don't get to wash their clothes at all. You know, you have enough clothes to need a washing machine. You have a you live in the right country to have a washing machine that works um you get to do your laundry rather than i have to do my laundry um figuring out why you're doing it you're doing it because you want nice clean clothes you know you're working on your soucher your purity your cleanliness awesome uh you're also doing it so you get to wear nice clothes and look nice and feel nice um so you know what actually okay fine I'll do my laundry I'm feeling a little bit more up for it um I get to do it and I'm doing it so I feel nice fine um and then another way of looking at it is figuring out how you'll feel once it's done don't know about you but that changing the sheets Mm -hmm. oh my god the the end result of actually washing your sheets and then getting them back on your bed clean (gasps) is the best feeling in the world Send me a better feeling on Instagram at Yoga Life Podcast. If there's actually a better feeling than getting in bed with clean sheets, having just showered or bathed. Oh, it's the best. Um, If you come up with a better one, you know, I'll absolutely shout you out on the podcast because you're winning. But just there isn't one. There isn't one. Um, And so it's thinking about the end result. You always feel good once you get these mundane jobs done. You feel great once all the clothes are away. You feel great once you get to get in a clean bed. You feel great once all the housework is done. And then with, so I'm not going to use laundry because it's not very relevant. Um, But let's say you have decided that you want to do, I'm going to go extreme and do a um, fitness model competition. Yeah. Full on stage. Brilliant example of discipline. Mm -hmm. You have got to be, you're literally living on 800 calories a day by the end. I watched um, a friend of mine go through this couple, gosh, it was a couple of years ago. Wow. Uh, And she could barely walk by the end. Her calories were so low. It was unreal. Her her mum had forbidden her from driving. She had to move in with her (laughs) mum because she was, oh, it was unreal. The, the, the pain she put her body through and her mind through, but just the mental capacity to do it was amazing to witness and it also made me decide I would never do one yeah Uh, but the discipline behind that is huge however 
let's say you decide to do it because someone says that they think you'd be good at it and that you should do it and you start posting about it on Instagram about how you're going to do this show and you start getting loads of uh, responses loads of follows loads of likes loads of great comments etc 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 and it's um, giving your ego a little boost like everyone's like oh my god your arms look amazing oh my god your butt looks amazing and you know all of this good stuff and it's all very um, about what you're getting back mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's stroking your ego. If you didn't see that word coming, I'm almost impressed. <laughs> uh, it's it's all about your ego. It's ego driven. You're doing it for the for the love from other people. Now, the odds of your success are pretty slim, because as you move through this, on the really hard days you don't feel like posting on social media because you're too damn tired and hungry. You're not getting any positive feedback from anyone because everyone's a bit like, oh, he's doing really well on his journey, her journey. You know, they don't need the support anymore. They're absolutely nailing it. Uh, Everything goes a bit quiet. Uh, Your family and your friends are sick to death of you talking about the fact that you are eating cooked lettuce. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just sick to death of it. They don't care anymore. They're just like, whatever, you've got this, bro. Um, And so the support and everything from around you starts to fall away. The odds are that you will then fail. You'll you'll fall off the wagon. That's it. You're reaching for the dairy milks. Um, And you're like, you know what? Actually, I've I've got an injury. So I'm going to have to sack it off. Maybe I'll do it. Whereas if you deep in your heart wanted to do this you wanted to do it for yourself you wanted to do it to prove to yourself that you can do it you wanted to do it for to raise money for a charity that is really close to your heart you wanted to do it for whatever it might be for I want to say health reasons but I I can't imagine it's ever good for you on a long-term basis but who knows um you know, you want to do it for you and no one else, regardless. You don't even post about it on Instagram because it's for you. And it's not about what other people say. It's not what about other people think. The odds are, because you're not reliant on external factors, it's all coming from that drive, that burn, that power, that passion from within. It's getting rid of all the impure thoughts that will knock you off your journey. And you are just like focused, honed in, and the odds are that you will succeed. And so it's always looking when you're struggling with discipline, look at what is driving that thing that you need to do. Why are you struggling with motivation to get to the gym? Is it because you actually want to go to the gym or is it because you feel society says that I should go to the gym? Why do you want to look a certain way? Why do you want to do yoga? Why do you want to read a book? Why, you know, whatever that thing is, um, what, what is the reason? Is it is it an ego-driven thing? Is it because that's what you feel you should be doing, that what other people around you say you should be doing? Or is it because it's actually something you want to be doing? And yeah. usually that is where you'll find your discipline. Yeah. Yeah, like that kind of fitness model thing is so... I admire their discipline. They do have such, such drive at the end. To be preparing and carrying around their food with them, never allowed to say yes if someone offers them a treat or a sweet or says do you want to go out for dinner or drink they can't you know especially near the end like near the competition date nope that's yeah that's some real you have got to have a really strong why yeah keep keep that discipline there mega strong why again with like marathon training and stuff like that you know or well any kind of fitnessy type training there's yeah you've got to have discipline to Mm. to be able to to do it well yeah 
Yeah. Absolutely. But it's even something as big as saving for a house. You've got to yeah. be able to say no to so much and have that end sight in mind. Now, why do you want to own a house? Mm-hmm. What, what, again, we could easily, what are the, what are the drives behind that? Do you want to own a house because society suggests you should own a house yeah. or do you own a house because you actually want somewhere that is secure or as secure as it can be for your family are you buying it for a, an investment? So, you know, your future self has got some financial security. What, what might it be? What is your why? Why do you want a house? Um, I've definitely gone from I want to buy a house because that's what I felt like I should do to realizing that actually I'm saving for a house I don't really give a shit about owning. I would rather have the flexibility to be able to just pack up and leave to wanting to buy a house for financial security and as an investment and to not only own one but actually to own multiple houses and it's just it's changed in my life like I've seesawed back and forth so your so, priorities change don't they in that in yeah. that regard as well you know um you start to have different values as as we get older mm, and appreciate yeah, different things you know I look at people own houses and I'm like I just love that they can do what they want to it. Mm. You know, it's their house, it's their investment. They can create a lovely garden and, you know, all of these things. And it's just, yeah, it's it's theirs to do with as they please and to enjoy. Mm. But yeah, also the financial bonus of it, you know, like the long-term. Yeah. Yeah. If you can Security. get yourself into a position while you have, where you have a couple of properties and you're making money off one, fantastic. You know, you're, you're set mm-hmm. um, for the most part. And it's always right there should you need it mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, just owning one would be nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, am I, am I prioritizing it? Probably not. Because it's not, it's not something I need right now. Do I have the discipline to start turning down things where I want to spend my money right now? Actually, no, to be fair, I have. Mm-hmm. The amount of courses I've not booked because I'm like, mm, I could probably just put that in my eyes, sir. Yeah, things like that. And then it's that then having the discipline to then do it, which is that's the side that I then struggle with. It's like perhaps I want to save for something, but I and maybe I'll turn down something, but I then won't move the money into savings savings account. Yeah. yeah Whereas um, I've got friends who back in like our early twenties and things were were saving for stuff. And um, they were just so disciplined. And they wouldn't necessarily say no to things, but they would come to the pub, probably much to the pub's annoyance, and just drink a tap water. Yeah. So that they could be there and be sociable. But they were just so disciplined mm. in that, yeah, no, I am saving X amount of money for this thing. Yeah. And this is what I will do until I get there. I always think having a spreadsheet helps with that kind of stuff, doesn't it? Because you're like, right, this is my allocated spending money. And if I'm actually going to reach my goal then I can't spend more than that. Yeah. Oh, and allocate a goal of what I want to save this month. I can't actually spend more than that. And then if yeah. by the end of the month, you spend a little bit too frivolously at the beginning, that means you have to go to the pub and drink tap water. Yes. Then you can find that balance. <laughs> yes. Or you need to get a side hustle and earn a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, a, always yeah. an option. Which is obviously, I think that's obviously how uh, both of us have changed our thoughts as well. It's like, right, let's just earn more money instead. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll earn more. How, how can we earn more money instead of cutting back better? I think it's a balance of both, isn't yes. it? It is a balance of both. Um, but it's always where you prioritize. 
Um, but I think you have to have a deep sense of knowing yourself before setting any goals, anything that you feel you should start adding discipline into your life mm -hmm. about. Like, why are you actually doing it? And are you actually likely to succeed with this? And really knowing yourself and your principles and what is important to you. Without those, I feel like you could just, again, live a life where you're just floating a little bit. Yeah. And it's taking the time to figure some shit out. Who, who are you as a person? And actually, where are you likely to succeed? Mm -hmm. um, this is tipping or like really just lightly touching on um, Dharma. Mm -hmm. which is uh, what you're here for, essentially. What, what are your talents, the things that you're meant to do in life? We're doing an episode on it in series mm -hmm. two. So, you know, I'm excited. Dharma, karma, all the R's. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. Did I say episode two? Series two. I did say series yeah, two. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dharma is yeah it's it's knowing what you're here for and I think it's so rooted in knowing knowing yourself knowing your principles um and and without knowing what you're really all about you're always going to struggle with your your discipline and I don't think you know if you want some yoga homework this week get a journal out get a pen and paper or even if you if you prefer it do it on a spreadsheet mm -hmm. you know, let's, let's let's cater to those a types uh <laughs> who are we kidding this isn't scripted a types would hate it <laughs> um and start working out who you really really are what is important to you uh what are the what are the things that you are not willing to budge on in your life what do you have to have do you have to have your family close around you or are you more of a person who focuses on your friends? Are you um, more driven? Are you uh, really focused on your career? Do you have to have your career? And, uh, and why do you want that career? Is it for sex and power and money? You know, what, what do you want? And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, are you in your career because you think it would be a good place to meet a guy? You know? Are you in your career because you feel like it's going to give you a sense of status and power in the world? Are you in your career because it's going to bring you a shitload of money, which makes it easier to get laid, which, you know, and then also gives you a sense of power, like figuring out the real root causes of why you do what you do, who you are as a person. And then you instantly be able to see in your life what just needs to fall to the wayside. What's actually not going to work? No, actually, my principles and who I am, my root personality and drivers in my life are this. So the odds are I'm never actually going to be able to run a marathon because fitness isn't something I'm ever passionate about, for instance. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it for the ego. Um, maybe we should do a whole episode. I don't think that's very yogic doing an episode on principles. No. No. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's a huge topic. It's very, very interesting. But if you struggle with your discipline, I can't, I can't recommend that practice enough. Getting pen to paper, get journal down. Um, and yeah, figuring out who you are. Yeah, so trying to be disciplined without knowing why why we are trying to be disciplined or what we're trying to be disciplined for is not necessarily going to work. No. So if I sort of turned around and said to you, Alex, I'm going to get up at seven o'clock every day this week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have that discipline. And I guess you would probably say to me, but why? 
Yeah, oh, Dawn, I feel like we've had this conversation before. Oh, we definitely have. <laughs> yeah, I've had this conversation before. And I did, I think I said, why? Yeah, and obviously was your my response? answer was because I feel like I should get up earlier. And then that's, and then that's I said, not a real why? why. That's not a real why, is it? And that's that. And it's learning to accept how you are. And I think then another time it kind of made me realise that, yeah, obviously we are all different and we have kind of different sleeping rhythms. And the, the, the thing is, I looked at people around me that I deemed successful and I would see they generally were all morning people. But then it was like one night I was texting you as I was going to or leaving the gym and you were like, oh my God, I'm in bed. So that's then goes to show like it's, we're all different, aren't we? It's just the opposite end, you know? The you idea might be getting tucked up into bed and I'm coming home from the gym and cooking my dinner and... yeah. We live lives at completely polar opposite ends of the day. Um, and it's accepting the fact that Dawny perceived it as being lazy if she stayed in bed in the morning. But no one ever perceives it as lazy if you go to bed early, which I find hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But you're just cutting your day short in exactly the same way. Yeah. I get my eight hours and my eight hours start from 9.30. You get, or sometimes nine. The other day, 8.45. That was nice. Um, yeah, I get like nine hours most nights. Yeah, yeah, you get your nine hours. You're a good sleeper, but they start much later than mine. Mm. And oh, I wish, I wish more people had been around the day I suggested to Dawn that she starts her working day at 11. Yes. And that's just <laughs> what it is. And she's just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's suddenly this sense of freedom and it works for you, doesn't it, babe? Yeah. There's less pressure and she's much more likely to adhere to that and continue doing it rather than me being like, right, come on, you've got to get up at 6am if you want to be successful, Dawn. Yeah. Never going to work. Not going to work. No, no. And I suppose when you say the going to bed early is not deemed as lazy, I suppose it then just depends what you do with that extra, those, what, when you have that time. So I think it's perceived that people that get up early get up and be productive but mm. actually they could just be getting up early and just sitting about anyway watching tv uh, yeah whereas i might then be oh, i mean i want to have dinner till nine ten o'clock at night i know but then i will probably sit and watch tv but then you've got to let your dinner settle before dinner and it's like that's just my wind down time at the end of yeah. the day and you just yeah yeah Other absolutely may have been at seven o'clock they had their wind yeah. down time eight o'clock you know yeah. My six, my six a.m. five forty-five. My alarm goes off. My from then till I start work at six thirty. That's my wind up time. So yeah. I, yeah, I'm in bed with the cup of coffee and the dog, but I also journal, and that's when I meditate. And you know, that's me winding up for the day. But we out my wind down period is just three hours earlier than yours. You know, yeah. I'm eating at um, half six, seven o'clock, and I'm in bed by half past nine. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. lovely. <laughs> so nice yeah so we have already briefly touched how we would how would you practice tapas on the yoga mat I mean a brief example of having a plan and things but for someone just going to like a yoga class and not necessarily bothered about self-practice what what would your tips be in like a normal class for discipline discipline um <laughs> I'm triggered because I had this situation this morning. Oh, really? Oh, naughty yogis. <laughs> uh, the discipline, you actually also have a yogi that comes to, has been to your classes in the past who also does this. 
to actually listen to your teacher mm-hmm. and not actually do what you just think you should and might right. want to do. Yes. To have the discipline to listen to your body and not yes. hurt yourself. That's My a God. definite one. And I think we, yes. well, we also touched that in somewhere else. But yeah, not don't push yourself and hurt yourself and ruin it for your future self. Oh, exactly. So much yeah. so. I think that was in stealing or in yes, um, Estea. Yeah. yeah, and Satya as well. Are you kidding yourself on yeah. how your body actually feels right now? Yeah, yeah like uh, I have to have the discipline to not do too many forearm stands because yeah. it traps a nerve mid-back yeah. and it's horrendous. Yeah. So I have to have that. I love them. They're so fun and I'd love to get really good at them. But I can't, it would be a real struggle to get enough practice in to get really good at them with how little yeah. I can do them. Yeah. So, you know, I have the discipline to not do that because I've yeah. listened to my body and realized what happens. Um, I have another yogi who I know she's desperate, desperate. And she has the capabilities in so many ways to do wheel pose. Yeah. But she knows that the way that she does it, it's not quite right for her body. Therefore, every time it comes up, she's like, okay, I'll do hip bridge or whatever the variation is. <laughs> yeah. And she has the discipline to not be like, fuck this shit. Let her ego get yeah. in the way and do it anyway. Because she could do it. Yeah. But future yogi knows full well that she would suffer. Yeah. And then um, you can look at the discipline the other way, I suppose, in that are they just going through the motions in class or are they actually engaging all the muscles they should be engaging that, that was another one as well yeah, yeah. actually realizing and noticing your alignment whether you're doing it correctly whether yeah whatever it is you know everyone can load up their lower back and potentially cause harm and get a much sexier looking back bend where but you know actually if you think about it and get it right you're doing it in a way that's really safe it's going to build strength build uh stability etc 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 and eventually well, it does. It creates one sexy looking back bend anyway. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> so, you know, that, that's two ways to start with it on your yoga mat, but actually having the discipline to get to your yoga mat. Yeah. I don't feel like that can be just brushed over. We can't assume that every yogi that we're talking to on this podcast is, oh yeah, I'm on my yoga mat the whole time. You know, I get there every day. I'm super motivated. I want to practice all the time. I don't know about you, Dawn, I go through phases. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm desperate to be on my mat and I'm on my mat with ease every single day. Other times, other points in life, I'm a bit like, mm, I'm working on other shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then it can take a little bit of a push and a kick to get out of that. I always have to lean on the sometimes action precedes motivation. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes just doing it kicks you up the ass to make you realize, oh yeah, okay, cool. I'm in this now. And then the motivation and the discipline follow yeah yeah and that's like that yeah that's having the discipline to to do it and um then that's where you dive into the whys of if people have got out of the habit but they are like I want to do yoga but I just don't it's like well why do you want to do yoga um and when you start drilling into those feelings yes you know you start to you know establish your why and then you'll have a bit more motivation to do it but then yeah it's the discipline of creating it as a habit um, and I know for me, sometimes it's a case of, right, roll up the mat and sit on it. And then it comes. It does. You naturally. Know. You sit yeah. on a yoga mat, it's really hard to sit still. Yeah. And you sit there and it's like, okay, I just want to move my body now and I want to do this, you know, and yeah. Yeah. 
uh, I say that, that like that's universal. Some people might get on a yoga mat and love to sit still. Oh yeah, and that, also that no is one also yoga know. if they're meditating or breathing or just being. That yeah. is also yoga. I think that's also yeah a great point is that that's too is that too is yoga. Mm, very much, very much so. Um, yeah, so I would that they would be my main ones for being mm-hmm. in in a yoga class. Is get to your yoga class, but also if you're well into it and you love it and you're consistently practicing, fantastic. You've got that discipline in place. Um, and protect that discipline, look after it, cherish it and celebrate it because you've got it and awesome. I'm jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but if you're struggling for that motivation to get on your mat, look at your why, uh, or look at the, the, the future person that you will be, how good you'll feel once you've done that. Um, done that practice whether it be something off YouTube whether it be a live yoga class soon whether it be a private yoga class whether it be um, one of like the live classes that I teach or Dawny teaches or someone else teaches whatever it happens to be you know get to it and remind yourself why you love it and Mm -hmm. why you want to be on that mat Um, and build from there and work use the motivation from that one class to start to build that habit of getting on there more regularly yeah. this is if your why is what I say that but do you know why I started yoga yeah for the wrong reasons I suppose for the wrong reasons but, but it's yeah. stuck but are they I suppose you know when you become a more seasoned yogi you look at those as the wrong reasons but if you still bring someone into yoga it's still a good thing isn't it yeah so Dawny's saying yeah. that the wrong reasons but um so the reason I got into yoga and started doing yoga is because I found yoga easy please know I'm using quotation marks I could get into some very funky poses with a lot of ease uh because I'm naturally hypermobile in quite a few joints uh and relatively flexible so a lot of yoga to me came very very easily and so I was like fuck it I'm gonna start yoga because I can do it mm-hmm. um but then obviously as Dawn said it kind of built from there and grew from there and I realized how much of an actual passion I had for it and then everything else that followed but yeah it was it, it, you could argue that the reason I got on the yoga mat was for the wrong reason or is it I was drawn to the yoga mat because it was right for my body mm. I don't know yeah I don't know yeah it's tricky but figure out your why figure out yeah. your why it'll usually draw you back to the yoga mat or it'll make you realize that actually maybe yoga's not for me maybe I'm there because I think it, that's what I should be doing I hope not especially if you're you yogi with me because I'll, I'll miss you <laughs> but uh yeah it's figuring that stuff out yeah definitely um and then off the map i feel well we have really covered that quite a bit as well haven't we how how would people get disciplined in their life yeah figure out their whys make some make some plans yeah but remember no attachment to the outcome yeah being able to go with the flow that's i think it's it's really important yeah you know the it's not a straight line it's nope. it's going to bend around obstacles to get to a goal and that or goal the then goal, might change there might be a turning it. you decide to take the other route exactly so you're about to say the same thing say. Yeah. I'm visiting, your goal like, might change. This, this little road yellow brick road wandering down yeah stuff gets in the way you wind around it oh you see something pretty down a different road that you might like to go instead yeah. but that's tricky isn't it is that yeah. distraction or is that discipline yeah it could be something, it could be like, oh, I want to go down here because this is my new path. And then you actually get down there and you're like, no, I was just distracted by pretty lights. Yeah. I need to do a U-turn. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> again, are you distracted oh, by the pretty lights because field. it's serving your ego yeah. or are you going down there because this is actually where you want to go? Yeah. Who knows? Oh. Who knows? Um, so, do you think that's it for discipline? Yeah, I was going to say, do you have any other points to add to discipline? I don't think so. I mean, there's probably more. I feel like we could have gone down the goal setting route. I feel like we could have gone down the principles route. I feel like there's so much more. And if any of you want to know more about that kind of stuff, do let us know because as much as this is a yoga podcast and we want to stick with the yoga stuff, we've got the first three series planned. But if there are topics that we cover that you want to know more about, um, that you feel like, there's a whole tangent there that we could dive deeper into. Uh, we're always willing to approach it because each and every, I would say almost every topic that we could cover has a yogic aspect. Mm. And whether that's just tying it into the yamas and the niyamas, um, I think it, it's incredibly powerful as to how you can look at everything with a yoga perspective. But um, yeah, we've kind of got, got a template we want to stick to, but at the end of the day, it's your podcast so we want to know what you want to hear about too yeah yeah awesome so that is our tapas and then next week we're moving on to svadhyaya svadhyaya yep so um yeah come back again to our next podcast number nine that will be god so we then do it what we do we've got 10 10 episodes in this series but we are doing two two uh bonus episodes where we will be interviewing people who um we believe can offer great value um or a great story uh to to your ears to your brains um and we want to share them with you we've got conversations we want to have with them uh so yeah we've got two different uh interview podcasts coming up so the format will be different it'll be dawn and i interviewing uh, people instead of us just having a conversation mm-hmm. but we're really looking forward to it so there'll be episode 10 will come out um and then the following week interview one and the following week after that interview number two yeah. so just keep an eye out for more information but yeah uh yeah i think that's everything that is everything please get in touch however yeah. you want to with questions um if you do get in touch with a question please state the episode uh yes. number because it makes it much easier for us to try and figure out what you're talking about <laughs> uh if you want to please no not if you want to please go follow us on instagram yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at yoga live podcast uh we are on spotify we are on itunes we're on Acast, but however you do listen to us, we would love, love, love it if you could give us a review, um, either just the stars or a full written one. They really do help us reach more people. So if you get value from this podcast, please allow us to get to other people who will also find value from this podcast. Um, it really does mean the world. So if you haven't done it already, pretty please go leave us a review or some stars um, or and give us a follow and a subscribe. That, that in itself yeah. is incredibly powerful too. Everything um, you can do to help us. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that is it. Yeah, yes, I do too. Brilliant. Uh, see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.